Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I want to take us to some listener questions, William. Mm. Because we're all at sea and we need you. Someone wrote in saying, I love this. We are giving a Christmas card every year to our neighbours, but we don't receive them back. Do I keep going, hoping to win them over or give up? P.S. Is Jordan really as cute as he seems? (laughs) (laughs) That was the real question. (laughs) They they don't have neighbours. They just made that up. Um, uh, Well, let's do the Christmas card question first. Yes, let's. Um, uh, No. I don't think you need to. I and I have Christmas card lists, and if people mm-hmm. haven't sent me a Christmas card for three years, they don't get one. And that can be, and that wow. includes my brother. Wow. Well, he did send one last year, so actually, he'll probably be, get one this year. But that means, sorry to just pause, mm. interrupt you, but that means you're getting the Christmas cards and a physical list, and you're ticking people off. Yeah, but it's also so I know who to send to as well. Good so God. when I sit and start writing my Christmas cards, which will probably be about next week, because oh. I'm a great believer in don't just leave it like start it early yeah because then it's not overwhelming um so yes if you haven't sent me one i don't send you one. Oh, but three years for three years okay yes Is that, and-, and it's not because i don't love you mm-hmm. it's just but why why like you've got to give it or receive it's always been my motto well, well you or you could be a side or you could be a side yes maybe maybe these people are sides <laughs> the christmas, in the christmas card cards side. stationary world i um really really enjoy sending christmas cards it's like a little. I love. I love a handwritten note. You know, yeah. blah blah blah. So I'm a bit like. That's kind of why I do it. I mm. don't know if I do it to get one back. Although I do. Anyone who doesn't send me one, I'm like they hate me. Yeah. No, I don't think they hate me. Not there yet. But it's just I send a lot of Christmas cards, and so I've got to draw the do line you? somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a fire alarm. Right. Ah! Ah! Help! <laughs> help! This happens in our building all the time as well. We'll still we'll still put this out if it goes up in flames. Yeah, yeah. Think of the awards we'll win. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so three years and out, three strikes and you're out. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's primary. Same with thank you letters. I suddenly there were various people in my um it was my birthday in September and uh I went down to write my thank you letters and I've I've got my list of who's given me what. And I just went, This person never sends me a thank you letter. Mm-hmm. I've in fact I have sent them it's a relative. I've, for my entire life, I have never received a thank you letter from them. Mm. This person's 29. I, we text to say, thanks very much. I don't think they need a thank you letter. Ironically, guess what happened? Because it was their birthday a couple of days later. 
they sent me a thank you letter. No. I like, Literally, I stopped sending you thank you letters this year because you have never sent me one. And, and that, then this is the year you decide to send me one. And that's so next year with your brother. One. Well, I think there's a bit of communication in that as well, don't you? I think the withdrawal it provoked them. Yes. What about godchildren? Yeah. Who don't write thank you letters? Well, luckily, my I only have one, and currently, and positions vacant and pie within, <laughs> and they. Do, I mean, she's four, mm-hmm. uh, so she signs her name, and her her mother has written the thing. But mm-hmm. we are in the practice of thank you letters, but they are a thank you letter family, right? Um, George, the father, can do uh, can write in six different fonts. He's famous for it. Wow, he is very good with thank you letters. So I guess Artemis will be. Good as well. Artemis. I mean, this She's is lovely. There's a window into another world here. She's got such a personality. She, can I tell you my favorite Artemis story? Yeah. Um, obviously, this isn't funny because it's really rude, but um, <laughs> we love it. Uh, age two and a half. She's hyper. I mean, her parents are very intelligent, so no wonder she is intelligent. They were on holiday in Wales. They had come back from the beach. They were trying to unlock the cottage and the key wasn't working. So they were having a bit of a bicker, the parents. Artemis was sort of just pottering around in the garden and eventually came over to her bickering parents and just went, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Age two and a half. And that of course, is... they were really torn with, well, that is the correct use of the F word within a context of a proper <laughs> sentence. But also, And it's funny, but also we should not laugh because this will encourage it. She then went through a very sweary phase. Um, she's out of it now. At two and a half. Two and a half. That's amazing. She's, I'm very lucky to have her as a godchild. I love that. We haven't answered that person's other question about Jordan. Well, yes. That's why they wrote Is in. Jordan really as cute as he seems? Yes, he's gorgeous. He's lovely. I see him every week, sometimes mm. numerous times a week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want to push each other off a cliff. Yes. Uh, but most of the time we love each other, we have fun, and it doesn't feel like work. So, yes, he's lovely. And how do you two resolve your conflicts? Because it's another marriage. It is another marriage. And I was told by someone else who used to be in a partnership, professional partnership, you, if you... If you mention something, if you mention things to like every little niggle, mm-hmm. it can affect the partnership. Mm-hmm. So don't. Mm-hmm. So we've only really ever had one big bust up, mm-hmm. to which he sent me a very large bouquet of flowers a few days later. Oh, wow. Um, yes. I think I sent him a gift as well. But yeah. And that was all his fault. And I was very relaxed about it all. Yeah. But yeah, no, we don't we normally we normally just like don't speak for a day or two and then it's fine. But right. that's not necessarily like we've fallen out. It's just we're also very conscious, particularly at the moment when we have you know, we've got lots happening in the podcast world with the book. We're yeah. trying not to sort of be in each other's pockets. Mm-hmm. We just give each other space. But if you don't talk for a couple of days, then after the couple of days do you sort of address it or do you just go no i love it we'll just move on i love that oh my god i just can't not address it or i can't feel that but it is it's, it's tiny little it's tiny little things that actually right. after two days i'm like yes that was a bit silly of me to get wound up about or maybe he mm. doesn't know i'm wound up about it i mean don't get this makes us sound like we have arguments every week we mm. really don't and and as ben our producer will always say it is our differences that make sexted a interesting podcast if we were both the same yes it wouldn't work so we have to remember to celebrate our differences yes um and not worry too much about them it does also feel like i feel like you feel it feels like there's a very healthy mutual respect and love there oh yeah that it is also aware that you're 
probably just being a straight man and a gay man, I kind of view things very differently and that's okay. Mm. Like you love each other with your lumps and bumps is how it comes across, which is so nice. Exactly. We we are different people. And actually when I see him socially, he came around for dinner earlier on this year. It was like it was like almost like a different Jordan. Yeah. In that and actually I use some you know, sex is work. Mm. It doesn't feel like work most of the time because we just make very silly schoolboy jokes. Mm. But um Yes, it was. It, he was sort of in a social space, and he was just relaxed and lovely so and nice. very tactile, and we had a <clears> lovely time. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. Oh, so this has been a burning question on Homo sapiens lately. So mm. you can actually weigh in with, you know, some authority. Okay, I'll try. I'd love William's take on how to get rid of your guests at the end of an evening <laughs> and take leave for your bed. I think it says. Yeah, I um, I have two tactics. Mm-hmm. I will, first tactic would be, can I get anyone anything else? Uh, anything else, love uh, Is normally my thing. The trouble is I have said that so often in on podcasts and on TV that all my friends now know it. Yes. So the moment I say that, they will go, right, and stand up and love know it. that I want them to go. Perfect, it's worked for me. Yeah. Um, or I will uh, say, if that doesn't work, and say, so what are you doing tomorrow? So I can That's try, try to get their uh, attention on tomorrow. Yeah, and then hopefully they say to me, "Well, I've got quite an early start." Yes, um, I only one dinner party. My first one of my first dinner parties in Manchester. When I was still a student, I think. I flicked the lights, like they do in a nightclub. You got wow. to talk to them on their level. They were students too, and they they got the idea. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. The other one I've seen happen a lot is it's often someone's like girlfriend or or wife, and mm. I, as and I've noticed it's the women who've done this. I've never seen a man do it is they'll sort of come to the table with a peppermint tea for themselves. <laughs> you're like, ah. Yes, and I would say to everyone else, sort of if your host stops offering you stuff, yeah, whether that's food, drink, cheese, chocolates, that kind of probably means it's coming to an end. So yeah. you need to get better as a guest at learning when to go. Also, the sort of millennial thing I've noticed, don't know if Gen Z do, I host a lot of Gen Z people, yeah. but um, everyone leaves at once. Mm. And I and I didn't like that. I remember watching my parents' dinner parties from from the dis from a distance. I was yeah. still there, I was in the house, and sort of you know Richard and Isabel would go in the first. Garden. Mike and Sean would then go ten minutes later, and it would yeah. sort of very nicely just fade out. Whereas with millennials, they're like sheep. If you know Ben and Cat are going, everyone go like we'll go too. And so really? as host, you're it just stops. I think that's a bit abrupt. I know. So I'd encourage people, you can stagger it. Interesting. You don't all have to go at once. Yes, I did once go to a dinner party where one person left at 9.30. Like we just, like there was still food going down your throat. One guy got up and everybody left. And I was like, am I supposed to leave? It was so weird. No. No, I would I'd be very insulted as that. I'd rather a guest outstayed their welcome than didn't stay for long enough. Well, exactly. 
How do you, what do you do? Well, someone, re- we had this problem on Sexted recently and they suggested taking them to Starbucks uh, for a coffee <laughs> and then they'll write their name on the coffee cup, which I kind of like. Um, but That's so there is that. You could ask for them to put their number in your phone, assuming you've met them, you know, yes. in a club or maybe on Grinder or something, you haven't exchanged numbers, mm. pop, your na- pop your number in, so, you know, even if you're not going to see them again. Yes. But I, if you ever forget anyone's name, in bed, at a dinner party or whatever, uh, at a networking event, I would always say, don't say to someone, oh, sorry, I've forgotten your name, because that's oh. really harsh. Oh. I would say, please remind me of your name, oh, right. because it's softer. Yeah. And sort of hopefully people are less offended that mm. you've forgotten. But please yeah. remind me of your name is, is just a bit nicer than, yeah, sorry, I've forgotten your name. You're completely irrelevant to me. Right. In my opinion. That's, yeah, that is nicer. I someone said to me once you're supposed to like say the person's name back as you meet them and that helps. It doesn't help me. No. So do you have a do you have an oral brain as it were or do you have a visual brain or entirely visual? Right. So you would be better at association anchor techniques. So where for example if your name is Chris, I mm-hmm. this I don't have your type of brain so this wouldn't work for me but oh. you meet a Chris. Chris sounds like crisp. So I'm going to imagine a crisp on your face. And so when I look at you I see the crisp and I get Chris. That my colleague it, that work that technique works beautifully for her. That's I work on meet and repeat. So Chris, I will say your name back when you introduce yourself, rather than me just thinking, "I'll try and remember Chris." I actually uh. say, "So Chris, what sort of day have you had?" And maybe use your name once or twice. And the fact I've actually blah, 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 said the said your name and that's, that's that works for me. Interesting. Um, but again, people's brains work differently. Crisp on the face, Janet. Yes, yeah, certain names it doesn't work for. <laughs> jam, jam on the face. Yes, exactly. Just have to ben. Be stuff on the Imagine face. Imagine Big Ben on their shoulder. Yeah, or on their shoulder. Okay. What is the etiquette around sharing politics and current affairs on Instagram? It depends on who your audience is. Mm-hmm. I would suspect your audience is probably, for most people, it is their friends and family. Yeah. Who probably, by nature of how humans behave, probably have similar views to them, probably. Yeah. yeah. You might have the odd one that has completely different views, but probably. So share it. By all means, if you if you, if it helps you get things off your chest by physically typing it, but like journaling is quite good to, mm. you know, if you want to get something off your chest. If it helps you, if it helps you feel better, that it's, it's not hurting anyone, it's your channel, it's your space. But I'm not sure it's necessarily going to... I, I, I I worry that too much of it is virtue signalling mm-hmm. rather than actually taking actual action. Mm-hmm. We can all put something on Instagram going, I think strongly about this, but actually, but what are you doing about it? Mm. There is a nice quote in, I don't think she actually said it, but I think the writer, who wrote The Iron Lady? Was it Peter Morgan? Abby, Mor- Abby Morgan, Abby right? Morgan. Abby Morgan uh, in the Meryl Streep film about Margaret Thatcher. There is a nice, or well, whatever you think about Margaret Thatcher as a person, or whatever you think about that film, mm. there's that quote about actions, watch your words because they become actions, watch your actions because they become etc. Mm. And also I think she says something, you know, not enough people do. They think, but they don't do. Yeah. And I would, like, if you do think some, you know, strongly about something, do something about it. And yeah. post it on Instagram. Nothing, it's, it's Instagram. It's it's ephemeral. It's trivial. Mm. It's not going to change anything. So I'd rather you went and did something. Well, it can give you the feeling like you have done something when you haven't. Yes. That's and you've just sat on your sofa picking your nose whilst your partner's watching sex education and you're not sitting there watching it as a couple. Well, exactly. Saying sex education because that's what we're watching at the moment. Right. Yeah. Series? The last, the current one. Okay. Fine. We're literally halfway through the um, final episode. Oh. 
feels like there's a lot to get in. Like I'm watching it going, well, there's this plot that hasn't been resolved, this, this, I this. I love it, yes. I'm quite tense. I'm like, it's only got 35 so minutes So tense left. you stopped ha- watching halfway through? Yes, because I got in late last night from, mm-hmm. not, I say late last night, I was in at seven. Um, but I, I got home late and sort of we, our sort of evening routine and we're trying this new thing where we get up at five and uh, you get so much more done in the day. Of course you do. You don't yeah. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but we go to bed early then. So thus we only really have time to watch a bit. What time do you go to bed? Nine. See, that's my dream. Two questions. Borrowing money, should you lend your friends money? Only lend money that you are not prepared to ever see back again, was the advice my father gave me. I like that. So he it's said if gift. he does, if he has, I mean, he doesn't lend money that much, but if he if ever has done, he basically wouldn't, ex- I mean, hopefully you do get it back. But if you really can't afford to not get that money back, don't lend the money, is I think the message there. And how do we broach homophobic grandma, e.g. grandma, uh, at Christmas? So I would say with Christmas, I mean, so much pressure, is, as we know, put on Christmas. Um, it's it's about the day for everybody rather mm-hmm. than the day for one specific person. If you know grandma is homophobic and is going to, or not maybe, you know, there's, there's sort of, there's obviously bilious homophobia, which hopefully she isn't because probably wouldn't, I suggest maybe don't go. But if she sort of says stuff that in her time was sort of fairly standard, mm-hmm. but now is obviously we have learnt that people are more educated um, then I think you can be clever with seating plans and where you sit and you sort of get the host whether it's your mum your your aunt whoever's hosting your uncle to put you you know not in the same sight lines etc um, but I would also just don't rock the boat for the sake of one day it's with any sort of argument just try to suck it up it's not doesn't make it correct uh-huh. she's probably not going to change old dogs etc yeah so i just suck it up and just try and have a nice time for the sake of everybody else okay but then if you want to have a conversation with granny then do it a day or two later rather than on the day itself just call her try up. to have a night yes but don't call her up in front of other people because that is wrong do it privately don't instagram live it no <laughs> No. So um, Red, White and Royal Blue has been such a hit for so many people who listen. Um, Mm. So I would be remiss not to ask you. So you were the etiquette expert, is that true? Yes. Tell me what happened. Mikey, my husband, although not husband at the time, had read the book and loved the book. And so I was aware of it. He also loved The Inheritance, which Matthew Lopez, who did the screenplay and directed it, and I had seen, I'd seen The Inheritance with him. And then I just get this email from my agent saying, um, Matthew Lopez would like to chat to you about potentially being the Royal Protocol Advisor for Red, White and Royal Blue. And I had one of sort of my big bucket list or bouquet list as I have things (laughs) to do in life was to work on a TV show or a film as an on-set advisor. I had done lots of consultancy not on set for films and TV where I have to send in things, but never actually there Uh, behind the camera. So I jumped at the chance. Also, the production office was literally 10 minutes away from where I lived. So I was like, this is the most convenient meeting I will ever have in my life. Um, Matthew and I seemed to get on. And then and then they said, yes, let's let's come and do it. It was it was fascinating. It was quite there were very long days. I mean, people in film work hard. And really, I didn't. You know, I don't. I don't have a craft like the set department mm. or the costume department. I'm just sitting there going, "The toast is the wrong shape," <laughs> and then that scene got cut. So <sighs> I was so proud of my breakfast table for Kensington Palace. 
Oh. Although I think it's on YouTube. Someone said they've put some of the deleted scenes on YouTube. Oh, really? So I should go back and watch it. Oh, that's great. I had such arguments with people about the toast. So what was, how had they cut it and what did you correct it to? Oh, they'd done it like, you know, you'd had it at a premiere in, which is fine. It's still delicious. But, but we is... are trying to replicate Kensington Palace. Yes. And the toast would be square with the crust cut off. As yeah, like... so you just, you toast it and then you cut the crusts off. Okay. Not, okay. And what had they done? Triangles? Triangles. See, I would have thought that was more dainty and actually quite yeah. glamorous. No, private houses would be square. Square. And then yeah. are you cutting it in order to eat it? No, because it, sort of the aristocratic way to do toast. I think actually, none of them actually had toast, so I didn't have to teach them this. But if I don't think they really ate. Um, was you just break a tiny bit off, a bit like a bread roll. Oh. You break a little bit off, put a bit of jam and marmalade or something and eat. You don't slather the whole thing. But again, the slather the whole thing... Again, ref etiquette reflects the society we live in. That's how people do it now. That's fine because we're on the go. We're trying to get the kids to school. We're mm. uh, getting dressed. We're commuting. The aristocracy didn't have any of that. They had no. they had copious amounts of time to film, and so they would do it bit by bit because it's slower. Something something before you go out hunting and shooting. Yeah, or just right. move to another room to go and have another chat in another room. So <laughs> you don't have you don't have to rush. So uh, it was that sort of stuff we were working on, curtsying as well. You know how do the Amer if the Americans are going to do it, the American cast to the royal family, or how should also Nick Gillitson, who was um, Prince Henry, how should he, um, you know, in acknowledge a bow or a curtsy right. as a member of the royal family? I mean, he was excellent anyway, but so he hardly needed much work, but yes. not that many people did. Yes. And then they're like, oh, and by the way, the um, the king is going to be Stephen Fry. <gasps> so, okay, well, I probably don't need to tell him what to do. I'm just going to shut up until <laughs> I get asked a question. Because he probably knows more than any of us put together. Yes. Hello. Do you know what? I always feel lifted and wonderful after chatting with William Hansen. And that was no exception. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I loved... Um, I love that chat. I hope you did too. Write in and tell us. Next week, Grimmy's on the show, Nick Grimshaw. Uh, he's written a beautiful book about being a gay boy growing up in, in and around Manchester, and I love him. So that's that's that. Have a listen. Um, get in touch at Homo Sapiens on Instagram, at Homo Sapiens Podcast on Facebook. Email your comments, your questions, your agony uncles to hello at Homo Sapiens Podcast.com. Okay, bye bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.